All right. Before we start that, before we start the picks, here is a uh, ad from uh, a new sponsor of ours. Ahoy, mateys. You want to see some picking action? Well, you better tune into the captain's dice. Every Thursday, or maybe Friday, it just depends on when we feel like it. So tune in, you mateys. We got some 500 picks right up for you. Ahoy! Abash! This endorsement not provided by Bowden Blake or Bowden Blake Incorporated. <laughs> All right. Did he pay us for that? I he did not pay for that. What All happened right. to no free ads? <laughs> I thought it was funny. I don't know. It's always good to troll. Uh, and look, the guys in last place. We should help them out. Anyways, hello and welcome to the Weekend Spread presented by the Schooner Pod. I'm your host, Bobby Howard. With me today, as always, we got the number one guy in the pick contest, Ty Lee. Ty, welcome on, buddy. What's going on? And, as always, but not as always because he's finally moved out of the cellar, number three, Jameson. I'm number two, Bobby. And we are here to dance on maybe not the grave just yet, but we I are here. number two, Bobby. I'm number two, two Bobby. Bobby in all of college <laughs> Who does number two, Bobby, work for? We are, look, anchor. Oh, I thought that was an anchor. I do. I probably work for Anchor as well. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, we're here to talk some picks. But before we start, uh, this is the first time this season all three of us have uh, are on top of our rival um, from, from the South. Uh, Bowden Blake, who um, has sunk to very, very new lows. This is the first time all three of us are ranked above him. Uh, if you did not know, we have a um, a bet with him going that uh, if we finish below him and his random dice, we have to listen to the TCU fight song. Uh, looks like all of us are safe right now, so we just need to hang on, keep going. But uh, Jameson, um, you know, Ty obviously doing great, you know, continuing to lead. Jameson, how are you? How are you feeling? You know, being being free from the shackles of uh, of the cellar. Everything went right for me last week when it came down to going against Blake. Uh, all of the picks I had different from him, I won. The only picks I lost last week was cowards OSU not going into the end zone and cowards Baylor. I guess not cowards. It's K State being unintelligent, not letting Baylor score at the end of the game, so K State could get another chance to go in score and win the game rather than give them an easy field goal at the end. You saw what happened in that Detroit Lions Atlanta Falcons game. That's what you do. That's what you're smart. That's why OSU kneeled the ball before going into the end zone because they didn't want to have a chance. It made no sense on K State's end. I was six and two last week. I'm very happy. I feel like I'm hitting my stride. Ty, you also, I believe, went six and two. Uh feeling good. You know, coasting your 10 games over 500. Doing great. Yeah, I think I think uh, I'm just doing the math. I I am one week away if I continue on my sort of track uh, from being just completely safe, uh, even if I lose out the last two weeks. Um, actually, that's not even factoring in Blake's. I, I, yeah, I, even if he won out the last two weeks and I lost out, I, I'm almost to the uh, to the point of safety. So that's exciting. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm feeling good where I'm at. I just don't want to be last. So uh, we'll just keep that up. Keep up the good vibes. But anyways, we're trying to go quick through these picks. We'll start with the game of the week. 
for real, this is college game day, and I could not be happier. We have Liberty at Coastal Carolina. Our biggest game got the can. Liberty and Coastal Carolina is no more. Instead, rising from the ashes, a new game, a better game. The undefeated BYU Cougars are heading to Conway, uh, Carolina. First unde- uh, undefeated matchup in December since 2009, Florida versus Alabama. This is a massive ball game. I am so excited. Um, before we get into our pick, Jameson, Ty, how pumped were y'all to see BYU take the play? I was really pumped because after I heard Liberty was low on people going into the game and I was the only one to pick Liberty, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I just got my way out of the doghouse. I've been fourth place last for the longest time. And then what do you know? I go against y'all with like multiple picks and oh, things started already looking bad during the week. So this bailed me out totally. Ty, how hyped are you? Yeah, I'm I'm excited, uh, especially because uh, I guess it'll be releasing at the same time. But on the uh, on the podcast that we recorded earlier in the week, uh, certain individuals named Bobby uh, accused BYU of not being willing to take on ranked opponents uh, to fill out their schedule. So I don't know what more you want. Uh, but yeah, this is exciting. This is our first our first real playoff game of the year. Uh, away. The two, the two undefeateds. This, this really could, you know, because there's a tiny percentile chance of, of anything happening. This really could give some credibility to whoever wins this game because it will be, you know, unfortunately they both of these teams haven't been given really the respect that they deserve in the rankings, uh, but they're still ranked undefeated teams. So that does help the strength of schedule for whoever ends up with a win here. Yeah, I mean it's a massive game. It would be a big win for BYU. I think. It would be a bigger win for Coastal Carolina because if BYU beats Coastal, people will just hand wave it as, oh, it's Coastal, whatever. But if, if Coastal Carolina really shows out and beats a BYU team that a lot of people think is next level and deserving of at least playoff chatter, pretty big for the, pretty big for the yeah. Teal Chickens. But anyway. I mean, yeah, I, I'm honestly one of those people that believes that any undefeated team is worthy of some sort of, you know, chatter for sure. Uh, I fully agree. I think they should I I think they should have a expanded playoff where they get a chance to, you know, get killed by Alabama or whatever. But either way, that's neither here nor here oh, nor oh, there. Please. I'm just as a <laughs> I just want an expanded playoff just so OU can play a team that's like this caliber. So and we can lose in the win. second round when we play to real teams. Because Fair I'm enough. tired of OU getting the bottom slot and getting thrashed. <laughs> I would rather Coastal Carolina be a, a miracle story that oh you can just stomp on. All right, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, anyway. I agree. That'd be nice. <laughs> a, a man can dream. All right, yeah. let's get down to it. BYU at Coastal Carolina, four thirty kickoff on ESPNU. The disrespect, I, I, ugh, it makes me sick. BYU is opening up at a ten point favorite. The Cougars have been remarkable all season at covering the spread, but so have the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers. Uh, we decided before the show that I'd, I'll go first, and I'm going to go first. You know, look, I stated in the original version of this when when we're dealing with Liberty that you you stick with a hot hand, you ride with what got you here. Now I have so much, I have a lot of respect for BYU. They're killer against the spread, but you know what? I'm not going to say no to my teal chickens. I'm a believer. 
They're going to get it done on the teal turf. They're going to find a way to make it happen. Give me Coastal Carolina to cover the 10. BYU is a great team. This is going to be a great ball game. But when it comes down to it, I'm, I can't leave the teal chickens. I can't do that to them. I trusted them after they beat Yosef or trusted them to beat Yosef. They pulled it off. You know, I, I'm going to take another leap of faith and ride with the Chanticleers. Final answer, Coastal Carolina plus 10. Now, Ty, I'm <laughs> sure yeah, that's a ridiculous thing. Yeah, no, we didn't go over the order of who was going to pick here. So. No, we didn't. Um, but, but Ty, you've been riding on BYU uh, all season have, long. How are you feeling? Yeah, so uh, just to start out with some, some quick analysis. I, again, both of these teams haven't really faced, um, you know, super difficult. This will be the biggest game uh, of their seasons, both of them, uh, for sure. Uh, BYU is averaging about 10 more points a game at about 48 points a game because uh, they've just been stomping on people. Uh, but they're they're relatively pretty comparable uh, when we look at when we look at the stats. Uh, some things to consider here: uh, BYU from Utah already snowed there. Uh, they will be playing in Myrtle Beach, so I don't think moving to better weather really affects mm-hmm. people. And I'm not trying to make the joke here. That, like, these are two teams that are at very different weathers. Um, so I, I don't necessarily know, maybe, you know, it's a day game, so it's a little humid there in Myrtle. Uh, so maybe that can, can play a factor, but it's a, it's a pretty high line in my opinion, but same as, uh, you know, same as, same as Bobby had said, you, you gotta ride with the hand while it's hot and, and BYU has not, uh, you know, hurt me yet this season. And I honestly think they are the, uh, they are the better team. I would probably, you know, be a, a bigger coastal fan if I could ever watch their games. But whenever it's on TV, it makes it look like my TV's broken, uh, <laughs> and it gives me a headache. So I can never watch coastal games. Fair uh, so maybe I'll watch this one. But yeah, give me BYU minus ten here. Hey, that's fair enough. It, it's a really wonky color. Um, so Jameson, how are you feeling about this one? Who do you got? I feel pretty good about it, um, and here's why. Like you said, Bobby, and I think you gave great analysis, but you just went the wrong direction with it. If BYU <laughs> wins this game, everyone's just going to wave it off. But if Coastal wins, you know, it might be a big thing. The more reason for BYU to win this game and win it big is because this is their one game that they scheduled. They said no to playing Washington. There's no any time, any place will play you with BYU that's fake. They're playing Coastal because they're extremely confident, and they're going to lay as many points down as possible as they've done to my poor Boku, Boko. Uh, you know, <laughs> Boku. Boku. I honestly forgot about him already. I'm starting to forget his name. <laughs> I just talked about Poku, and now I'm thinking about Boko. Okay, whatever. Uh, but, yeah, they're going to they're gonna keep on laying it down. If they're up by 28 on Coastal in the fourth quarter, I guarantee you they're going to keep on throwing the ball. I guarantee you, they do not care. This is their last game of the season. This is their last thing. And they want all eyes on them with college game day. And everyone's going to be wanting to watch this game, even though it's a joke. It's on ESPN U. Um, and the last thing that people remember about it is BYU just laid it down on Coastal Carolina. They don't want to remember a close win. BYU is going to go out there and stomp Coastal Carolina. Give it 17 plus for me. BYU wins. As Ty has noted before, they're just mean about it. They, they they just drive you into the ground. Moving on to our next game, massive game in the SEC, and for uh, those you know tinfoil nut jobs like myself who think oh you still has a chance, 
Texas A&M at Auburn, 11 a.m. tilt on ESPN. Aggies only favored by seven. This line has jumped up from Tree Fitty uh, at the start of the week. Ty, is there any chance Texas A&M goes down here? Uh, really pathetic showing from the Auburn Tigers last week, but not convincing out of A&M last, uh, last week either. Yeah, I, this one is this one is rough um, because it's just I don't personally I I don't think it's a maybe a super tough decision by just personally I don't buy into the the A and M thing maybe it's you know some sort of it's it's not a hatred for A and I don't hate A and M like some people do it's just I'm so used to them being way overhyped and then really disappointing and I I'm feeling like they just haven't hit that point yet I know Auburn got stomped. Um, you know, predicted, predictably in uh, in the Iron Bowl, but I I really think this one could go either way. Uh, but I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to go A and M here. I it, just because I'm gonna I'm gonna believe what people are saying because we're so far into the season and they haven't sort of crumbled yet. And I'm not I'm a Bonex hater for sure. That <laughs> that dude is not good at football. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I get that. And, you know, seven points. Thinking of Texas a and beating Auburn by over seven is tough. But then you think about Bo Nix. You think about that Texas A&M defense that would look so solid against LSU, has, has been a stalwart. That, that, that is what's carried him. Kellen Mond, not that great of a football player, I think. But that defense, too good. Uh, Texas A&M wins this specifically just on their defense. Um, I don't think it'll – I think it'll be a narrow cover just because you won't see a lot of offensive production, but AM has this in the bag the entire game. So give me the Aggies minus seven. Yeah, I think I think seven is a much more accurate line than three and a half. That makes sense, because you could definitely see a, a seven-point win from Aggie. Here's my deal. That LSU game, I said it last earlier, was ugly. LSU and Ed Orgeron should be embarrassed of themselves and how they coached that game. There was nothing to the fact of trying to test Texas A&M's defense at all. They, they were just completely just trying to get by. Their quarterback play was embarrassing. Their play calling was embarrassing. They were really reeling after Joe Brady. Kellen Mond went out there 11, thir- 11 out of 34 passes for 105 yards, zero touchdowns. That is also extremely embarrassing. The only gleaming guy for A&M is former OU guy Isaiah Spiller. I, I, I hate to be the one guy to go against on both these past picks, but I'm picking Auburn just because they're at home, like in Ty's, in Ty's thing. And AM has shown no ability to get a seven point cover like you were leading to it earlier, Bobby. I understand that Auburn's played extremely poorly, but how do I pick seven points to AM? Auburn's going to have to go out and absolutely have another pitiful game. But if they have one little glimmer throughout this game, they're going to cover. I'm not going to lie. I just kept thinking of uh, Bo Nix throwing at least. One pick six, that sort of thing. Oh, he will. He will. Offense <laughs> being generated by defense, that sort of deal. It's going to be a gross game. Anyways, let's move on to another really, truly disgusting game. I kind of wish this was basketball. They all are. Oh, no, Kansas. Oh, man. Texas Tech, 11 a.m. <laughs> it's Fox Sports 2. This Not even one. Line. It's so – I didn't even know FS2 was a thing. Tech is favored by 27 and a half. Um, look, I, I was wrote on that Kansas oh line the last time. God. Yeah, that was bad. I, that was a bad, that was, that was a huge mistake. <laughs> I, was, I just, Jameson, are, I, I think this is an easy one, maybe. 
Yeah, I, I, here's oh, the deal. No. I'll give it to Kansas. They did show some optimism. When Miles Kendrick came in the game at the beginning. Cut him off. He said he's given. He said he's taking Kansas. Cut him off. No. Stop the count. <laughs> Stop Texas the count. Tech. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Texas Tech. No more analysis. Right. Stop, the Stop the count. Stop the count. Look, I, I took my flyer on my once a year chance to go for Kansas. <laughs> Hope it works out. It went miserably. I no, I never want to be in that position again. I don't know how either of y'all have done that this season. P- pitiful team. Texas Tech has the right stuff to get this cover. Give me the Red Raiders. Ty. Alan Bowman could do this with, well, I can't say with one lung because he probably will be playing with one lung. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Give me that's not a COVID joke, by the way. Uh, yeah, give me Tech here. I I think I don't want to do it. I don't want to. Tech is so terrible. Uh, but I just really feel like they're gonna come out like Tech is the kid that has just constantly been like pushed around on the playground and just bullied by everyone else. And now on his walk home, he runs into like little old Kansas, and he's just gonna take out yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tech is like the weird tech's like that weird kid that like tortures bugs and Kansas is a poor ladybug that has landed on his shirt and is about to get just like his legs picked off or something. I don't know. Yeah, give me tech here. The dog the dog and the sheet on his way home is just gonna stop right on that ladybug. No remorse, no nothing, no chirp from the ladybug. <laughs> Ladybugs versus dog with ghost sheets. I love it. Um, next up, we haven't look, this is a very suspect line. I don't know what's going on here. Uh, this isn't even I, as I swear this is real. It, yeah, it, it's been lower. But also it's been higher and has dipped low. It opened at three and a half, is now at two and a half. Oklahoma State at TCU, 11 a.m. on ESPN2. Pokes only favored by two and a half on the road at Fort, Fort Worth. Um, Ty, the, I, 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 the dogs are clearly barking. But um, <laughs> literally, this, I don't know. Does this seem like fool's gold for Oklahoma State or – or is this this going to be a big big time for the uh, uh, home dogs? Yeah. So, like I said on the the home team thing, it's in Fort Worth, and so I don't. That's not really a significant home field advantage whatsoever. Um, you know, the bulk of Oklahoma State's players are probably from that area. Um. Yeah, I, I have no idea why this line is is like this. It, Oklahoma State, I know they've had a, a rough patch um, with OU Texas and then, uh, you know, barely winning last week. Uh, but I think I really think they have it in them. Um, and I really think they're, you know, I, the team is probably crushed because uh, they had super high hopes previous to their last sort of three-game stretch. But I think that, you know, it's two and a half. You guys hate my rule, but. On this one, I'm just going to you know, set a ground rule and say I'm picking the winner, and I think Oklahoma State wins this one um, for sure. So give me OSU. Fair enough, and you know, a lot needs to be kind of figured out with the status of L.D. Brown and Chuba Hubbard. But look, at the end of the day, I think Oklahoma State has enough to get it done and get it done by at least two and a half. Um, I think this line's kind of criminally low. Uh, TCU, I, I guess I beat... I mean, look, I, 
I've been down on the frogs pretty much all season. OSU's OSU's going to get this done, get this cover. Uh, I could be very wrong. Maybe Vegas knows something I don't, but it doesn't seem like things are melting down as much in Stillwater as they are in um, uh, other places in the Big Twelve. So give me the pokes to cover this, Jameson. Uh, is this too good to be too good to be true? It doesn't make any sense. Uh, I understand OSU looked like total. You know, they look more like a dog and sheet last week than Texas Tech. Um, but it's, it's come on. Come on, I, I don't see I don't see TCU um, covering this spread. I, I like OSU minus two and a half. I feel like these past couple picks will be pretty chalk. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, all right. Moving on to another possible chalk. We have Texas at Kansas State, uh, eleven a.m. kickoff on Fox. So it's big nude Saturday for uh, the Longhorns. Vegas seems to not care about the uh, fleas jumping from the ship here with Texas. Uh, line has boosted up from eight and a half to ten and a half. Uh, so, um, it has definitely shifted a bit. Jameson, uh, you think the Longhorns haven't have enough in them to beat, uh, K-State in Manhattan? No, I, I mean, they ain't covering, covering, they have no, like nothing in it for them to go out and do well. I, the only hope they have is if Sam Ellinger, like somehow rouse up the, like the troops. It, it doesn't make any sense to me, um, why Texas will want to go out and play hard in this game on the road, not in their own backyard, whenever all their star players are leaving them does not make any sense to me. So I'm going K state plus 10. Yeah. For the longtime followers of this podcast, I've long noted that Texas is historically abysmal in Manhattan. Uh, and while I don't think they lose this game, they're not covering 10 and a half. Uh, I, I, I think K state has enough grit to like get this thing close. Give me the wildcats to cover 10 and a half. Ty, what do you think? This is why I'm in first place. Give me Texas. There you go. I, I guess. I guess. I guess, uh, I guess uh, that's that says enough. All right, moving on to a very intriguing game in the Big Twelve: West Virginia Mountaineers traveling to Ames um, and playing Iowa State. Two thirty ESPN. Cyclones favored by just a touchdown. Ty, uh, you kind of alluded to it uh, earlier in the um, actually the uh, Schooner Pod, I believe. Uh, that you thought Iowa State would have a tough road to hoe, uh, so to say. Um, do you think? Do you think the uh, Mountaineers really push the Cyclones here? Um, I, I think that they can, maybe with some weird stuff. But I, you know, having to go to Iowa State, I think, I think this is an easy Iowa State cover. Fair, hey, fair enough. I, I think the Cyclones also cover on this one. Uh, the peanut gallery is asking for more of the dog, by the way, Ty. So have <laughs> that. Uh, give the oh, people yeah, what they want. She, Katie's done with class, so she's in the other room now. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Jameson, do you uh, share our optimism that Iowa State's going to cover seven? I'm not optimistic. Uh, I'll take seven because it's even. Uh, seven and a half would scare me. Uh, I think that uh, it's going to help them that they're at home. Uh, but they just got the nine spot and they got one more game. It's going to be easy to look ahead into the future. Uh, but I'm going to, I'm going to go Iowa state minus seven as well. Yeah. I, eyes are certainly on the prize for the Cyclones. Uh, they have reached their highest ranking ever, uh, for, uh, which was also number nine in 2002. So good on the Cyclones, uh, shaping up to be an excellent run and potentially making the big 12 championship. Moving on to the game that everyone is clearly hyped for. Everyone's excited for Baylor at Oklahoma, uh, 
the Sooners hosting the Bears, uh, allegedly, allegedly, uh, 7 p.m. on Fox, Sooners favored by 22. Um, <laughs> Jameson, this is a big, big point spread. And with the uh, issues around the Sooners, uh, Vegas doesn't seem to be flinching at all. The line has like not moved. I, I believe it went from 22 and a half to 22. Um, do you share their same, the optimism that the uh, Sharks are uh, having out there? I can really see it because, like I said, the offense doesn't seem to be as hit as hard as the defense. We can go out and score, and if we can score enough, and Baylor's offense that has just been embarrassing us sometimes just trips up, we can go out and win by 24. I'm just not willing to take that risk due to the fact that once we get up big, if we do get up big, who's going to come in for second and third units once we're already scrambled and got guys in random positions? I, I, and I think that's a just recipe for backdoor cover there. So I'm going to go Baylor plus 22. Uh, look, I'm with you. I think those this line is just a little too high given um, everything we know about what's going on with Oklahoma. Um, yeah, I, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Give me Baylor plus 22. Ty? Yeah, uh, this one this one is a really rough decision for me. Um Like you guys said, it, there's a lot, a lot to consider um, in in the fact that Baylor, you know, like we talked about, hasn't really been, they don't have a great record, but they haven't really been getting blown out. Um, and OU with a lot of, a lot of hits. Um, let me just take a quick glance here. Ooh, yeah, Baylor's averaging still four touchdowns a game. Oh, I know this is probably really rough. To, I'm going to have to go with Baylor. I'm going to have to. Yeah, it was a tough decision, but I'm going to have to go with Baylor here. Fair, I, fair I think enough. that I think that OU just barely misses it. I could see, you know, 21 points if we're really lucky. But I with with as hit as this defense is, um, they're really going to try to exploit that. Um yeah, I, I think we're yeah, all. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna throw all. I think this could be a shootout. I think we're all in agreement. <laughs> I think we're all in agreement, other than the chat. Uh, who Trey Howard says uh, Sooners will stomp a mud puddle into them. We'll see um, <laughs> how healthy they are. But guys, it's time for my favorite pick of the week. Guys, why are the brakes working? Okay. Oh man, the Texas State plus fourteen and a half was just brilliant there. Thank to you. people who haven't, who are watching, me are listening on podcast, watch the video. It's great. It's, it's good. It's good. Um, Texas State no longer available as their season is done after playing like forty games uh, this year and only winning two. <laughs> so shout out, <laughs> shout out to Boko for a good season. Wanted to give you a little bit of a tribute there. Moving on to wild card. Um, man, this is a tough one. I. I not a lot of uh, lines I'm super in love with. So, you know, I, I'm going to get weird and uh, just go with um, – let's go with Navy plus 12 against Tulsa. Not because I think that the uh, midshipmen are going to beat Tulsa. Oh, that's a bad – that's a Tulsa's, bad beat, Bobby. That's a Tulsa, bad beat. Tulsa's going to somehow find a way to win narrowly. It's going to make zero sense – 
this is probably a bad pick, but I have not found anything that looks particularly tasty. So give, give me the midshipman to cover twelve. Ty, wait, wait, why is that a bad beat? Bobby, I've, I'm the only. I'm I'm the only. I'm our resident Navy fan. Navy is not good. They're not good, Bobby. They're and they're not playing in those awesome. I, we'll talk about it um, next week because that'll be the the week for it. But those those Army Navy uniforms that are iced out. I'm in love with those. But yeah, Navy is not going to do good, Bobby. They're going to get you're going to get stomped. I'm just saying, Tulsa. Tulsa's just going to find a weird way to win by like three. That's. That's what that's what it's I'm banking possible. on. It's I'm, banking, I'm banking on the tradition of Tulsa to keep it close for no random apparent reason. <laughs> Ty, what do we have for you on wild card? Um, any any Swedish football, or are we we sticking to normal? It's never. It's always been Swiss. It's never Swiss. been Swedish. Okay, fine. Okay. fine. <laughs> We're gonna go back to all reliable. You guys already knew it was gonna be in the Pac-12, so just <laughs> stop listening now. Skip forward. If you're a Pac-12 hater, I promise we're not doing USC. Uh, USC like the past ooh, three weeks. Okay, I like this we got, pick. We got the UCLA Bruins, two and two. Yeah. So they've played four games. That and that's a very important factor to remember here. They have a four-game team versus zero and one. My Arizona State Sun Devils. They're playing in Tempe, Arizona State. If you guys remember, has really been hit with COVID. Um, significantly and and in the pack they don't have room to roll their games so they've had some games canceled they very narrowly lost to usc who remains undefeated um arizona state has been really promising in their one game and they are three point favorites against ucla at home ucla uh they like i said they have lost two games they lost colorado in an absolute shootout and then they lost to oregon also in a shootout um, so they can put up some points. They've been putting up, you know, decent points, uh, 30 plus in all their games, but I really think Arizona state gets that three point cover here. So give me Arizona state minus three. Hey, Hey, stick with what you know. Uh, Jamison, who do you got on your wild card? I'll keep it quick. Uh, I picked against coastal this week in spite of Bobby. So just for a little nod of the hat, I'm hopping on Yosef, minus two and a half versus Louisiana. Give me a game that I can watch on Friday and be totally entranced in. Um, they're at home playing Louisiana. Louisiana's only lost one game this year. They kept it close to some good teams, but the games I've watched, I've just not been really that impressed. So I'm going to go Appalachian State minus two and a half on Friday night. Okay, fair enough. I, I kind of liked Yosef there. I just didn't pull the trigger because I really liked that Louisiana team. But anyways, all right. Well, that's our show. Uh, thank you so much for watching. Uh, if you watch live, if you listened via podcast, hey, we love you too. So thank you so much for listening. We'll be right back at, back at it next week where hopefully we extend our lead over Blake. So for me, Jameson and Ty, this has been the Weekend Spread presented by the Schooner Pod. See you next week. Happy picking, everyone. Boomer Sooner Jesus. As a tradition. <laughs>